Welcome back to Struggling with the Bums. And man, do we have a good episode for you guys today. Today, the Bums are going to be talking about growing up from our earliest memories to about the age of 14, because we're going to do an episode on high school. I think that's a totally different time in your life, and it's a whole other sector of growing up. But we're going to talk about basically adolescence and how we think maybe the past affected who we are today and how the past may have affected who we became at the time. I think uh, that stuff really does have a play on who you become as a person. Um, so for today, I think I'm going to let Eddie start us off. Uh, Eddie, what is your earliest memory? Let's start with that. Man, I, it's it's a little hard. I, I do remember a lot of good times. So for those of you that don't know, and I know I mentioned before, if you're listening for the first time or not, I was born in Long Beach, California, and I grew up in Los Angeles for six years. So I was living in Downey, California for my Downey people, you know. Um, so I got a lot of good memories in the house that I had lived in there. Um, and so some of my earlier memories, just having a good time. One, there's a couple like traditions that we had and other stuff, you know. My neighbor to my right, uh, he was like a grand, like the people that lived there, the couple were like grandfather and grandmother to me. So I had great times hanging out with them and stuff like that. Uh, neighbor across the street, also good friends of ours. I mean, to this day, we're all still good friends, actually. Um, and so it's just, you know, great times. One of the biggest traditions, though, uh, was football games, Sunday. Every Sunday, some of our family friends would come over to watch the Raider game. Uh, we're still, I mean, from back then until now, we're still really close. Um, in fact, their kids are like siblings to my brother and I. Um, so that was a big tradition. Every Sunday, I knew they were coming over during the football season. It was so much fun to play and hang out. Um, dude, I when I was younger in preschool, and I'll end it here before we, you know, pass it on and stuff. But dude, I used to go to Disneyland like weekly. In fact, almost daily, like three to four times a week. This was back when it was like you can get the season passes and you lived in LA and stuff like that. So it was like what? cheap, dude. Yeah, you get season passes for LA residents. Um, it was way cheap, not like today. I mean, we're, dude, we're talking like 1999, 2000. Um, so had a lot of great memories. Just my dad would pick me up or my mom from school and I'll just head on over to to Disneyland and uh, it was a good time but yeah I mean anyone else wants to fill in on the, some of those Daniel notes? go for it um let's see my earliest memory um there's one see yeah um there's a couple that I, I remember um let's see there was one that I, I think I was in Malaysia for with my mom traveling because they they took me over there when I was like really really young and they they told me like I hosed down one of my aunts there with a like water hose and I don't what's weird about it is it's so foggy that like I remember it but not in first person and I don't know how that works at all but that that's one of my earliest ones and then one I guess the other one I was at some dock um, that I know they have a picture of, but I don't, I don't remember other just being, than just being at the dock. Um, and then what else? I, I think one of the other ones is funny enough, both of these involve my sister. Um, one, when she was actually being born, I remember playing with my toy truck on the windowsill of the hospital while all that was going on. And to this day, I lost that toy truck there because I left it there and I'm pissed. Um, but yeah, I, I left that truck there. I miss it so much, or at least I did as a kid. Um, yeah. <laughs> now, that reminds me actually, sorry to cut in, but when no, I was little, I used to love the, um, I had a whole bunch of action figures from like GI Joe and from, uh, oh dude, the show, the, the oh, robots, anime robots. Uh, Transformers? No, 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 no. Like they had, it has its own, what does it say? Bionicle? No, it's not. No, Bionicle. no, no. It had oh. they had their own statues in Japan. Gundam. Oh, Gundam. Gundam. Yes. Yes. Dude, I I was flying one time, and I put them in the pocket seat. Oh, uh, dude, I left them there. I never saw them again. I was like four or five years old. I was traumatized. I was uh -huh. so mad. But anyways, that reminded me. Well, of that. Uh, well, going off a of trauma, I I guess I don't have that. <clears throat> I'll. I'll 
do the trigger warning with the sadder fucking child memories. I'll be that one in the group. Uh, uh, I'll just say this. Like, I don't think I've had a bad life. I just think I've had like rough patches in life. But uh, when I was younger, things weren't the greatest. You know, my first memory is probably um, actually like being, you know, things you put babies in. I was like four. I don't know. I've seen the picture, but I remember going up and down. You know, like, like kids can bounce and little play things. I don't know. I remember that. That's probably the earliest because I think it was like four. But I remember uh, getting dropped off from my dad's, which was very traumatizing. I remember him beating the shit out of me as a kid. I remember uh, leaving. And we'll just, you know, maybe I'll go into that in more detail because I vividly remember that from my childhood. But that was kind of, yeah, my early years. That was, that's what Bryce was up to. Uh, Get happier later down the road. But that was kind of my early memories. Um, so, so what, so transitioning from that, I think the next set of memories, at least it comes to my mind is first time going to school, you know, pre, well, it's pre-K or first grade. I mean, you're so young that it's really hard. To, what was, what was that like for you, Eddie? Do you remember like even second grade, like what was that like in your early years? Yeah, I, kind I of remember, going I remember preschool, um, a lot, mainly because I actually did go when I was a little bit young, um, because I really wanted to, my mom was a teacher at the preschool center um that was connected to like the college so I went there so I remember a lot of that I had a great time I had a lot of older friends um which influenced my development basically because I had so many older friends and stuff I was like three four years old making friends with like five-year-olds you know what I mean like I was yeah so then kindergarten uh funny enough so I went to this I went to kindergarten St. Raymond's moved to the Bay Area first grade to eighth grade, I went to St. Raymond's. So it, it's funny that I, I we found another St. Raymond's when I moved. Uh, but I don't know, man. I was fortunate to, to go there. And I will admit, I do know it's funny. The St. Raymond's I went to in kindergarten, heavy Mexican-influenced school. Like, very diverse student body. First grade when I moved, bro, I was like one of four people of color there, bro. Like, <laughs> big big change for me um and it was actually I had a rough first grade I, I had a lot of trouble adjusting to my move it was actually like I think looking back that was uh, a piece of why I have anxiety nowadays it was like that that caused a lot of long-term anxiety issues for me which is I mean is what it is not like a dark thing or anything but yeah yeah I'd love to hear about like you as a younger kid I I really have like forward to this go ahead my dude uh i mean is there anything specific you want to know because like let me ask you this in a scenario are you the kid throwing the hands are you the kids taking are you the kid taking the beating that's what i really want to know i you know i didn't take the beating but i didn't throw hands either i was as a kid i was a biter (laughs) oh you're you say biter yeah so actually i have a funny story um (laughs) God, I forget what grade this was, but this had to be around kindergarten or something. But I used to have to stay after school really late um, with a YMCA or get to school really early. And um, what happened is this dude that I thought like we were kind of friends or whatever. It was uh, with Beyblades, and he fucking took my goddamn Beyblade and tried to claim it as his. And then he tried to like start beef with it and everything and all of that and it kind of got physical and then um i forgot exactly what happened but i ended up biting the shit out of him so (laughs) bad that it left like a massive mark and um they had to call my parents funny i don't don't know why he didn't get into any trouble or anything but they called my parents um I guess when my mom picked me up or whatever, I got suspended from the YMCA and they all felt bad for the, the kid, which I didn't get because he was the one trying to bully me for my Beyblade. But yeah, I bit the shit out of him. They had to like, yeah, it, it was it was real, real bad. Hey bro, that's, that's crazy. I, it was a little funny. I think it's funny thinking back on childhood fights and arguments. Yeah. Like we would, as little kids, I don't know if you have memories of it, would argue over the dumbest Oh dumbest yeah, for sure. <laughs> like, yeah, it's just so funny, man. Yeah, I'm uh, not proud of this, but I actually bit my mom because she was better at going down a slip and slide than me. I was so, I was like five or six. I was so upset. I remember like 
I was so upset that I couldn't go down the slip and slide very well and she could. And it's like bitter. <laughs> I felt so bad about that. You know, for me, I to answer my own question, I was definitely a kid. I was a fucking punching bag, bro. I from first fucking grade just like I'll 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 talk a little more into bullying because it's something I really want to talk about in my later mm-hmm. years. But first grade, first and second grade were first grade was horrible. I had a horrible fucking teacher. She told me I was stupid all the time. And yeah, it was just it was just bad. First then, grade. Then, Hold on. Yeah, dude. I, I couldn't read very well. That um about like a t- teacher like I actually did have one um that was supposed to like help me with writing or whatever and just straight up oh, told me like, oh yeah, you're not good at this. Like, you should pretty much give up. I was like, oh, what? <laughs> yeah, dude. My teacher was Mrs. Hurst. She was fucking mean, bro. I mean, I wasn't the only one getting called stupid, but, like, that was, like, she was, like, old school generation, I guess, because, like, nowadays you can't call anyone that word or other words. And, yeah, I heard that, like, every other day. And, like, that was, like, my first grade experience. Um, second grade, I actually had this. I'll type, type for first best teacher I ever had. Mm-hmm. you know she helped me really come along i had my first ever mental breakdown over a fucking spelling test where i got five out of 20 words right but she she was cool she gave me the five fives so i got an a but yeah school academically school is really hard in second grade is when the bullying for me just got fucking ridiculous and looking back i blame my mom completely because so we'll talk about this more in morality i have a really strong like anybody that knows me, probably too strong, and it gets me in trouble now, set of right and wrong. And my mom made it very clear when I was really young, it's either black or white. Like she didn't want to introduce the gray zone into understanding things till like I got in the middle school and fifth grade. So like a fucking dumbass, I would see some kids cheating on a test and I would be like, hey, teacher, they're cheating. Or, yeah, I snitched basically on everybody doing it, you know? And yeah, it got the shit kicked out of me. I mean, I'm not even joking. Like, this didn't happen in the second grade, but like, I've been knocked out a couple times. Like, I had one kid that bullied me the worst out of everybody. He was leaving at the end of fourth grade, and the last day of fourth grade, we were at recess. And I'm standing next to this wall, and he drop kicked me into the wall. My The back of my head goes into the wall first. KO. Don't remember. All I remember is the kick and then waking up in the nurse's office. Had another kid. I don't remember why he was at it. Took an orange Fanta, boom, right across the head. Remember waking up in the nurse's office. Sounds Got, like, like rough childhood. Jesus. Yeah, I mean, that was just like, and like academically, it was just really tough for me because academically I was failing. I had no friends. I was getting the shit kicked out of me. Things got better at middle school, but sorry to go super fast forward. Eddie, what was that? where did anything else happen in your childhood in life to the point where you got to middle school about 12 years 12 or I mean I think the only what thing I kinda... say was first of all for your question that you had for Daniel I didn't really get into very many fights to be honest I got into arguments but I usually avoided fights um I did benefit I had two older cousins and one of them that we'd like to bring on I mean one, they beat the shit out of me but in like a positive way like they toughened me up basically <laughs> Um, which and then I passed it on to my brother he and I would wrestle all the time when we were little uh, it was always fun uh, but like yeah dude I, I didn't have too many issues to be honest uh, fourth grade before we get to middle school I think was tough because I think fourth grade is really when I started to like grow up academically and mentally but unfortunately um, my grandfather died that year and I mean He's my favorite grandfather, blood-related. That was really tough on the entire family and myself. And then my two Huskies, they actually passed the same year within, like, months of each other. Um, I actually found one of them, unfortunately, dead. So that was an experience. That was, like, my first introduction to death. And I was like, what? And, yeah, mind-boggling. But, I mean, that's, like, as dark as it gets for me, dude. And, it's, unfortunately, Steve Irwin died that same year. That was crushing. R.I.P., dude, the GOAT. Um, Definitely. And all that happened within, like, six months of each other or less. So, like, that sucked. But otherwise, man, I, man, I didn't get bullied, luckily, you know. And, and even when people tried to, 
I just shook it off because I was like, yeah, whatever, bro. Like, it never really affected me, affected me, to be honest. So, I was lucky, you know. I'm very lucky. Yeah. Go ahead, Daniel. I'm sure you got something. Um, Let's see. I'm kind of around fourth grade-ish, right? Sure. Fourth grade, middle school, whatever you want. Um, I don't know. I mean, things were relatively – I don't – they're pretty average. I mean, I don't know how to describe it other than – for North Carolina or like Raleigh specifically, it was just an average time pretty much. Um, I, I guess going off of Eddie, there was times that it, I never went out looking for fights, but sometimes they occurred here and there. Actually, I'm, oh, I guess in sixth grade, I almost got suspended for one, um, which I tried to hide from my parents that I was potentially doing that. And then they I forgot how they found out, but they did. And I thought they were going to be so mad, but they ended up actually not being that mad. Um, but let's see, other than that, what, let's see, what else? Did I, I don't know. It was all, all pretty average. I wouldn't say like I ever was really bullied all that often. Cause usually when it, when someone tried to, I wouldn't say it got, usually got physical, but it was either like, I can just brush it off like whatever. Um, you know. um, you you remind me of another thing, Dan. I love that you keep reminding me of all these childhood stuff. Uh, one <laughs> thing that I I didn't mention the regret episode, and it's not a no regret regret because I didn't fully comprehend the full situation. Right. Mm-hmm. One of my buddies, uh, good friend of mine. Unfortunately, he moved away. Um, but we haven't really kept in touch very well. But I'm gonna hit him up from time to time. Uh. He had he had ADHD and, and stuff like that and dyslexia, so he, was, he always had a tough time. He stutter, um, but he was a good friend of mine, man, and loved his family and everything and, and stuff. But dude, this one kid in our class was just he would get on him, and finally it was too much, and he was getting on him this one time, and I was just like I was so mad at him, and so I was like, all right, I just gotta walk away. I'm not about to do anything. Gotta walk away. Mm-hmm. And my buddy who took who's at the time a blue belt in taekwondo just popped him popped him and i re- the reason i regret i regret walking away and not being there to like mm-hmm. say what really went down um because like he ended up getting like kind of suspended because the the guy that bullied like his parents were very uh, rosy colored glasses of their child basically he could do no wrong and they had a lot of influence pol- politically at the school Mm-hmm. and so my buddy got in like bigger trouble and he ended up leaving a year later which sucked but um i mean that was one thing i definitely regret so that's i i chose not to fight someone and you know kind of screwed over my friend a little bit which sucked yeah i'll i'll go a little bit more into my sob story because you know i i think i've changed a lot as a person and i think if you had asked 14 year old bryce how he thought about his life compared to 24 year old bryce I was very pessimistic and I just, I felt sorry for myself all the fucking, like poor old me and my fucking life's horrible. And that's why I like, I want to tell the story, but I don't want to come off like that either. But like, I, I love telling these stories because people think it's fucking insane. Like I had someone try to cut my throat with some safety scissors. Uh, I don't think I have a scar. It's kind of hard to tell unless I shave my head, but I did have a kid tried to like stab in the head with a pencil and it like went across and it like cut my head and it was just it was just shit like that and it was like it just happened to be that a lot of these guys were on the football this is see this is the funny shit i think they just happened to be on the football team and they would get the fucking weakest they would be gone for a day maybe for some of this shit and then the same kid who hit knocked me out the soda can was the same one that tried to cut my throat with the safety scissors I mean, he got like, and my biggest regret, and I carry this on to my adult side, is my mom was like, don't fight back, like no fighting. So I would just let them be, I mean, I was, I've tried to cover my face, but I was getting beat on. There was one point where I didn't go to school for a week because it's just fucked up, like like my body was. And the kids, really weird, interesting experience. Yeah, and like the school system, fuck fuck Stillwater Oklahoma school system because they didn't do shit to help me out these kids it was it was very clear it was like a one strike policy for fucking hit striking someone fighting no these fuckers came back like every other day and I was like what is what do I have to fucking do do I have to die for some of these kids to leave and they were like well there's no one else from there there's nine other schools in the in my town 
But what I found out later in life was I was going to district wise. That was where 40 North, which is the hood of Stillwater. That's where everyone that was, I didn't actually live in Stillwater. So if you're an out of, out of district kid, you have to go there. It was the poorest, worst rundown school. It was just total bullshit. It was basically where everyone that was fucking quote unquote bad went. And that's why I just got the shit kicked out of me. And what makes me a little, I still bring it up as a joke mainly to my mom is we moved uh, when I was in middle school. And so my cousins, they were also, um, <clears throat> you know, they went to that school for a little bit for about one or two years. We moved to a different district and fucking the nicest school. And like, I, the school was so bad, like, we got one thing like a year, like we go to the zoo or we go to the aquarium for at the very end. And that got canceled my last two years because I couldn't afford it. I was like, this is some bullshit. They went like every fucking month at this other school. They went to places I'd never even heard of. They had movie trips. They were taking these kids to restaurants and it was all paid for by the school. And I was like, I was like legit upset with my mom. I was like, I'm over here getting the shit beat out of me at this school. And then this, we fucking move and my sister and cousins are going to the movies for free. Like, fuck me, right? And, like, my sister got bullied once. That kid was gone. Like, he was gone the next day. And I was like, I really had some serious anger issues over it and, like, resentment towards my mom. And not a good thing. And, again, I was just I was a very upset kid when I was kind of coming up and stuff like that. Uh, go ahead, Eddie. Uh, I was going to – I just – butt in for a second here and before actually i want to know what daniel's experience with some of the trips and stuff were because he brought it up i mean first of all that sucks i'm sorry man that's that's <laughs> rough as hell but my other point was it's funny how like not funny but like obviously it from is funny sociological <laughs> and psycho psychological perspective like obviously that influences your behaviors from later on like even when you were talking about earlier your biting thing like we as kids often don't know how to express ourselves well enough right. and regulate ourselves and unfortunately people even in middle school still struggle with that and it turns into what we got and then that informs us later on in life and we end up with maladaptive behaviors and, and you're in a bad yeah, place because yeah. you don't sip in yeah. the but yes let's talk about tricks eddie did did you get to go to a lot of cool places i assume living in california fuck there must be a field trip every other week um you know I missed my fourth, my big fourth grade trip. I missed it because my grandfather's funeral was the same weekend. Um, I didn't, I could have gone still, but I, I didn't want to. So I didn't go. Um, a lot of my classmates still have like funny memories from that and stuff. Like they carried on until like middle school and stuff and even high school. Uh, but it is what it is, you know. Um, fifth grade, our trip got canceled. Uh we went to a museum when I was in sixth grade, but it really, oh, and we went to the, the Oakland Cathedral when it was built. It's actually a pretty sick building, to be honest. They built it in, uh, in Catholicism. It's the Cairo, the fish. It has signifies a lot of things in, in the Bible. So it's built in a fish pattern and it's like, it's like super anti-earthquake. It's really cool, actually, um, from an architectural standpoint. But I mean, that's about it. Our, our eighth grade year, we're supposed to go on a cool retreat. That got canceled because previous years screwed it up for us. Um, so we went on like a mini year retreat, which was like, all right. We had a good time. We played a lot of uh, Smear the the Bad Person. Yeah. I won't mean, say, yeah, yeah. Well, we got to change the name, but you know. What I mean. <laughs> Daniel? Yeah. Uh, were a lot of your field trips for school more like, I guess, educational based or just random places? educational based always or religious based so moving to the rosicrucian museum which is like a pretty cool museum for history class and then the cathedral because we're a religious school and so they invited everyone in the diocese to come visit um and then the retreats because yeah religious religious school okay. yeah middle school we had like a we had to read the tale of despero and if you finish the book oh, before book. like the end of the year you got to go see the movie. That was one time I got to go to the movies with fun. And we couldn't, they, they closed the sack section. So everyone wore these. It's like fucking May. Yeah, in Oklahoma, which is like 90 fucking degrees. Everyone's wearing these thick ass jackets because we were all snuggling in shit. I'll, I'll never forget, like, I had my, I had some, I had two really good friends at the time. 
and we were all like talking to each other and calling, we were like, okay, you're gonna bring this, you're gonna bring this, and you're gonna bring this, and it was awesome. It's totally, it was super fucking cool. Um, you know, I, I don't want to sound like super negative about my. Oh, Eddie? Oh, I was going to say, Dan, you got any trips before we... Uh, Sorry. Yeah, no worries. Um, the only one... Well, I know there were some smaller ones, but, like, the big field trips that we had for my... Um, I, think it, I think it was elementary school, the two ones... I think there was one that they took us to the beach in North Carolina. Um, there we went to uh, Kitty Hawk and then also saw uh, Cape Hatteras and all um which it was really it was a really fun trip um it was it was one of those like long field kind of long because it was a couple of days and then there was one for i believe it was dc too i don't think it was all the way up in new york but there was one for that um then the other one in middle school they took us to a plantation and which was interesting but uh and oh i guess the the weird thing about that plantation was like it was close to some sort of like military thing going on so like there was like a certain fence that if you went over um it was like beware of mines and shit and i was just like <laughs> did you go up to it no heck no <laughs> it was like did you throw a rock oh and then yeah there was rock. like random fire jets out of nowhere just coming like pretty pretty low like not low enough to like really mess up your ears or anything but like a lot lower than you would expect um and i, I guess i also reminded me of another field trip they took us to well there was a couple that they took us to the zoo but there was one in middle school that was like kind of weird and uh the the tour guide or whatever had like a special thing that he wanted to show us which was apparently a tiger can shoot piss like 20 feet or something like that and he had like some white tiger do that and i was just like okay <laughs> good to know i guess just so, build uh, different in south carolina i mean like north, north carolina, carolina sorry yeah, north carolina yeah, plays Oh I thought God. Oklahoma was fucking yeah, bro. Oh, dang, bro. Oh. I mean, we all went on like interesting field trips or anything, but yeah, I mean, I guess like a lot of it. I don't know if your your guys' school systems are like this. I've actually asked like a couple people um, from here if they really did like a lot of Oregon history growing up in their class because I, I know for us we did like a lot of state specific like history and i don't know if it was just because like north carolina is one of the original 13 colonies or whatever um why we did so much on it but like a lot of a lot of my history classes were centered around that i mean we had a whole year fourth grade was basically all california history like that every other class every other history class after and before were were like more world or other u.s <laughs> history based but fourth grade was purely like california history like we did the whole famous missions stuff uh which is more popular in california because there's missions in california but yeah yeah in ninth grade uh, i had the easiest test of my life in mr Talley's history class he was a football, head football coach and it was two questions it was two it was a, like a multiple choice it was either george bush or the fucking answer i'm not even shitting you it was george bush or the answer and all we did was watch movies in that class. We didn't study one. Every it was just all movies. And in the end, you could have not taken the class. You could take it right now, Eddie, and get a hundred percent. Every, I mean, but people still failed that class. I'll never understand. We had no homework. We just watched the movies and fucking. It was Larry George Bush or the fucking answer. Did y'all ever have those like random uh, computer days? and uh yes and everything those were the best they just like set us up on a uh, paint or there was like another program and then there was one some like a venture program i don't even remember what it was but did you have to do typing stuff and other things like that middle school we did that. middle school yeah okay yeah, yeah, yeah. dude they just lived on the internet yeah <laughs> well, i don't know if your schools did this but they, there was a program for i believe all wake county ones at least when i was growing up um where they had like they just monitored what you were on all the time. They had like yeah. the teacher had like could see every screen, and a lot of times they would put it like have the projector projected up on the the thing, too. So like that, and they could take control of your computer too, pretty much. Yeah, there was this big game where George Bush killed terrorists, 
in the fucking White House. I, I can't remember mini clip. I think that was the name of the website it was on. Mini clip. Played, oh, dude, dude, dude. Great games. I mean, games. twenty out of thirty kids, including myself, would get kicked out of the computer lab for trying to play that game. It was the fucking game to play. It was Absolutely. like mini clip was bad. Red it was awesome. Too. Uh, dude, that was fucking Redbeard. You remember that? It's oh, like dude with the order yeah. you had to go yeah. get. Yeah. It's like oh, honest, honestly, it's like almost like an early Mario thing, but on. on I do, I do want to jump into some of those extra child because we've been talking a lot about school, but I would love yeah, to jump see, into yeah. the some of the like outside school stuff. Yeah. So mm-hmm. something I'd like to talk about is had a sk- shitty, very shitty school experience. Had a pretty damn good home life. My mom and grandma, if anything, they overcompensated for how because I mean I just come home destroyed every day. You know, and they would just go out of their way for making me feel like special and better. And and part of that, which really transformed my life, was sports. I only played soccer, but when I did, like it's like the pro- a lot of my problems went away. And it was somewhere where I I played the game. Soccer is not the most physical game, at least not in America. But I played it extremely physical. It was a way for me to get out my frustration of getting being on and. And as I got older, it really worked for me because I was so much smaller than the other kids. Like it, but it, it worked for me. Like no one wanted to fuck with me when I was playing, you know, because they knew it was going to happen. But, you know, that was, I mean, I made all my friends at the time through soccer. My best friend today, longest friend I've ever had, I made in seventh grade through soccer. And it's like, we've been, we've been going since then. And it's like, I can't say enough good things about playing sports and getting involved in that uh daniel uh coolest soccer memory for you go um so i don't know if it's cool but most proud of um my buddy jackson murphy which i know Mm -hmm. he's telling me i could name drop him uh he was playing goalie and i played right center back and this kid he got the ball daniel Mm -hmm. and this kid had shoved him to the ground and was over and he was talking shit and i shoved this kid as hard as i fucking could and you guys know me, like I'm not a violent person, not at heart, really. I shoved this kid and I stepped on his like hand and I was looking over. I was like, don't you ever fucking touch my goalie again. I got a red card. I got in so much trouble. <laughs> but that story, like, I think that happened my freshman or sophomore year. I was like, anyone that heard that was like, oh, fuck, like, don't don't mess with him. And like, he was happy and mad at the same time. And it was cool because the next year, I got someone like hurt me and they were talking to shit and he almost got in a fist fight with this dude. And that's, that was the day apparently his family learned he knew how to cuss because he just dropped the F bomb on these motherfuckers. He's like, you stupid. Fuck. It was, it was just great. Sorry. A little tangent, but that was, yeah. yeah. Damn, I don't think I've ever got, yeah. I've gotten yellow cards yeah. before, but never read. <laughs> um, dude. Yeah. I think the stupid dude, you, card was where it acts, the ball accidentally hit my hand. And pardon me for that. I was just like, bruh. And it, it was like when I had first gotten moved up a level two. So, because some of the lower levels, you wouldn't have been carded like for that. But yeah, it was like no matter yeah. what, like if your hand touched the ball, immediate card. I was like, bro, that's yeah. so stupid. So, Dan, you're one of the most athletic people I've ever met in my life. I know you played multiple sports. Can you like talk? I mean, was that something that like your parents knew you were better than the other kids? Yeah. And they were like, we need to get him in everything so we can make some money off this guy. No, yeah, he needs to play. <laughs> yeah, um, he needs to play. Pass it the, to the Daniel. Pass it to the Daniel. <laughs> the deal was pretty much growing up, um, I, I guess my dad wanted me to do sports, but the deal was whatever sport I did, I couldn't quit ever. Because, um, like, my dad really instilled, like, oh, yeah, qu- like, we we're not quitters like whatever you do you're not quitting um and so i started let's see what did i start out with because uh, i was always like really i guess pretty athletic um well funny enough uh kind of like er- earliest elementary school I actually was not that not that <laughs> athletic and fast and everything and then i think kind of like halfway through elementary school then it just all of a sudden and then, like, I remember we used to have this thing at my uh, elementary school called the uh, Mile Run, which was kind of some sort of, like, charity thing. And I would always try and get, like, as many sticks as I could for that. And you just ran laps and laps and 
and try to collect as many as possible. Uh, yeah, Bryce. Was it the same for you guys where if you were the fastest kid, that enhancement popularity, or was it just like, like if you were fast, everyone wanted to be your friend. It was like, oh, that's the um, fast kid. Like, it, right now, I don't know. I don't know. For, for me, I felt like a lot of times it was just like, oh, this dude's such a tryhard um okay it's like okay. There, there was funny enough there was like a pretty like kind of like a rivalry between me and one of this and this girl at my school at the time because we were like the fastest kids and it was always like going back and forth especially with soccer out there on the the playground um because we both did soccer um they're at a very competitive level for like our age too and yeah it was a lot of back and forth uh with her um but yeah, one day I did uh, started soccer. Um, it was through my Chinese school first. Um, and then I guess my dad eventually ended up taking over that as coach and then eventually branched off into its own thing. And then when I was um, old enough, then I started, or I, 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 it was literally like the bare minimum age. That's when I started doing like really um, competitive soccer for my age because I was playing up like a couple years ahead um and let's see where what did I do after that yeah I mean it was it was soccer a lot of soccer all the way up until my first year of football actually funny enough was a freshman year of high school um which which is crazy but I did a lot of like backyard football I I want to sneak in there and say that my first tackle season was kind of on accident eighth grade year so i really didn't play tackle football until i was in high school it was my first experience i did a lot of like daniel i'm sure you did you do a lot of those football camps over the summer um tackle camps not not well pretty kind of it was not it wasn't like i didn't really do anything like legitimate football stuff until like after freshman year of high school because Pretty really? much growing up, it was yeah. Growing up, it was backyard football, and like I guess like we even did tackle backyard football. I remember it being like that. That was fun, especially for recess too. Um, and I, yeah, there were some some interesting things with that. Um, most of the time, it was it was like relatively two hand touch, but there was a couple of days like if we we knew the teachers weren't paying attention, we're all right tackle. Hey, dude, same. My class was actually a class. So for us at school, um, they always, what's funny is that most of my friends in, in middle school and elementary, they played soccer, bro. Like most of my friends played soccer. Mm-hmm. And that was the big sport. So to your question, Bryce, it was the best soccer players were the most popular guys. That's so crazy. And, and if they could play kickball <laughs> too, because that translated over, you're, you're, you're yeah, sick I'm as hell. Love basically. It. But what's funny is we got football to be a sport you could play at lunch. And so I was so hyped because finally we could do something that I was good at. Because I was like, I was pretty shitty at basketball and I still kind of am. Um, baseball, I flamed out of. I didn't like it eventually. I, I quit. And I wasn't excited by it anymore. Um, but finally football, bro. But to your point, it was flag football and two-hand touch. But sometimes, you know, every now and then you're playing – you're playing some tackle football. It was hilarious. Um, yeah. Actually, funny enough, I'm glad you brought up baseball because um, for me, uh, I know my dad was trying to heavily push that too because he, he really liked baseball growing up. But where I drew the line, because we used to throw the baseball out in the yard a lot, but where I drew the line one day is uh, I was playing catch with him. And he threw it kind of high and I put my glove up to catch it and it was right, right in front of my face. And I guess as a kid, you don't really think about the physics of things sometimes. So it went through just the top part of it and just smacked me in the face. Bloody a little sandlot action for you. Yeah, and I'm Bloody like, catch. I was just like, you know what? I'm 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 fucking done with this fucking this sport. <laughs> yeah. Man. Well, I think this is a great time for us to take like a little halftime. Eddie, how about you share your bow moment? You were talking a lot of yeah, hype dude. about so okay. one of the biggest things about me when i was a kid in elementary and middle school less so in high school and i got older although you guys experienced it at college i would get hurt all the time because i would just go hard and do whatever the hell i wanted and i'd just get hurt i mean i'd fall down hills i'd scrape dude the amount of scraped knees i had i have scars i have so many scars from it like all that fun stuff of being a kid 
my best scar ever, ever. I was living in down, still living in LA. My grandma lived a little bit further away and we'd go over a lot. And she had a neighbor that I was pretty good friends with and I'd always hang out with them uh, whenever I was over there. And so just after Christmas, you know, those, uh, the bottom things, the Christmas trees. Yeah. Uh, so they had a metal one, not plastic. They had a metal one and they had yeah. it sitting out their front door. So we're running, man. It's like late in the evening and I run out the door and I catch my left knee on it. Oh, Bro, I cut my leg. I didn't slice it open or anything like that, but I cut myself literally from my knee all the way down to my ankle, just ripped it. And I went down. I didn't cry. I was like six years old or something like that. And I didn't cry. And I was like, oh, this is so painful. So they tried to patch me up, dude. They they felt so bad. They sent me to like, they came over with me, took me back to my grandma's after trying to patch it up, dude. And they're like, we're so sorry because my mom was there and stuff. But it wasn't a big deal. Like I did that shit all the time. I actually, with my good friend of mine um, that we want to bring on to help us with some of our editing and computer stuff, his mom was a nurse. She had to build a uh, a kit just for me whenever I came over because I would get hurt all the time and go over. But that was my favorite scar. I still remember that. That was early in the day, dude. I still have it for the most part. Um, yeah, that's my bum moment, dude. I love being a bum and messing around. And that was that was peak. Dude, that reminds me of a fucking – oh, man. And second grade, last day, we were playing recess at this park. And there was this sidewalk that – like had an edge that like kind of stood out playing tag. I'm going to tag this kid. He has gravel. He throws the gravel behind him. Like really fucking smart. Actually. I, I trip on that and I slid my right knee into this edge and I literally skinned my kneecap off. of It was like flapping off. I, Oh my God. My teacher, like I, it was blood. Ever. It was like actually like horrible blood everywhere teacher grabs me like hauls ass to like the nurse i had to get like a legit wrap on my knee it was bad i couldn't walk for three weeks or something it was bad but that reminded me of it i have a gnarly scar that i don't know if i've ever shown you guys but around my kneecap from where it just no i don't think i've seen it i'll show that some next time i see you guys um so i would like to talk more about middle school to junior high or basically not freshman year but right 14. 14 is where I want to really cap this off at. Uh, Eddie? I think one or two things I really want to mention before we end this that, like, oh, for me, central to my childhood and growing up. So, luckily, I moved up to the Bay Area, right? And there, my my dad ended up finding a five football league. It's an eight-man league. It's not seven-on-seven. Seven. There's three linemen. Everyone can catch. Everyone is eligible. But you block, like, like kind of legit block. So it was a great, like, little just um, mini environment to really practice your skills and stuff. I grew up in that from the time I moved up and could play from second grade. So in middle school, dude, I started to get really good. That's why I really started to get good at football was in middle school. Um, so it just played a really pivotal role. Like, I became good friends with, like, some of the refs and stuff like that. Like, that's how long I was in it. I ended up being good friends with the the, the league director. Um, in fact, this day, it's still running. It's it's fallen off a little bit since when I was a kid, unfortunately, um, mainly because of people that apply and stuff. Uh, but my brother's actually one of the uh, board members now. <laughs> yeah, bro, he's helping run the league and stuff, mainly because the league director is uh, the brother of one of my brother's best friends. Um, and so he has his kids in it. But uh, I don't know, I just love that league so much. And I even did, uh, when I stopped playing football at high school, I ended up joining their high school league, the inaugural high school league. Uh, there were many of us, but I mean, it was just a good time. So it, that flag football league was just such a huge part of my childhood. Um, and to your point, I think I just found a place where like in basketball, I was okay at best, right? Baseball, I was decent, but I didn't love it enough to get good. And there wasn't really any other sports. And then I just played football one time and I had the most fun in my entire life. And it just carried me through all the way. And then, you know, in the middle school, I started actually getting good. So it became more fun. And like one of my best memories was like, bro, we, we kept score, but there were no playoffs. They've instituted playoffs once I graduated out. But uh, zero, zero, man, I ended up scoring like the winning touchdowns, playing quarterback. I was such a great moment, dude. The picture of it, of like my whole team, like just swarming the end zone and stuff. It, we took it seriously. So it was a good time. But my other thing, 
I was going to mention was Pokemon and GameCube, Wii, like that huge part of my childhood, Mario Kart, Pokemon, Super Mario Strikers, if you're a real one, you know the game. Uh, that stuff was always huge uh, for my childhood and playing with my friends. So I'll end it there. What about you, Daniel? I mean, because <clears throat> I just think like, when I look back for me, I think I really started to develop who I, who I was going to be, or at least some of the roots when I was hitting that 14 year old range, like looking back, do you, do you feel like that? Do you feel like from 12 to 14, you really started to form at least some of the roots of who you are today? Or was there anything that maybe even you think possibly shaped you? Um, yeah, I, I guess I could say some things had been formed there for sure that still kind of stick nowadays i get i guess which didn't help also um was i moved across the country during that age too and honestly it took me a while but um every time i went back to north carolina it always reminds reminds me of like things how i've like kind of drifted apart from who i was then and sometimes sometimes it's good things sometimes it's like things that i prefer have not have done and I guess, I guess, for example, I used to be, I was still like an introverted kid growing up and everything there in North Carolina, but uh, being in Oregon, especially, um, definitely, definitely made that a lot worse, I guess, in certain things. Cause I, I used to like, um, not be like, if I had to go to talk to someone or if I, if I wanted to talk to someone, I could drum up the courage of North not, and all that and go from there even if it was like super awkward or whatever um but yeah the longer I was here the less I was like ain't ain't nobody got time for that and I just kind of minding my own business and things so there, there's certain small things like that that I've kind of drifted apart who who I like felt I'm closer to as a person there um from from moving in um across the country I'm not sure how many people can really relate for with that but um yeah, yeah. Oh, i relate big time man i yeah I, when i was in kindergarten and stuff and uh before i moved like i said like, i think moving to the bay area changed me so much mm-hmm. and then finally sixth to eighth grade is really when i started to be who i am which is awesome yeah but um when i moved up here man i i went from being the outgoing kid like i shit you not i was the outgoing kid to I'm just super mm. quiet now. Yeah. I'm super introverted, and it took me so long to, to get out of that. Um, that was just what I was going to say, so I definitely relate to that. Yeah, I mean, I guess the other thing that I, I I didn't really realize, too, is, like, how many things I would miss from North Carolina, too, and, like, how much – because before, I wasn't, like, someone that was, like, oh, super proud to be from North Carolina or anything like that, but that definitely changed, like, growing up in Oregon because there was, like, so many things that are just foreign and, like – I feel like a lot of times people are like, yeah, we're like one big country still, but I like, I feel like there's so many subtle differences between each um, state that a lot of people really don't, I feel like they don't talk about too much, um, especially going from one side of the country to the other. And there, there's so many things that I had to get adjusted to that I just um, initially really did not have like the best time with. Um, I mean, even now I'm still like, really homesick especially after like going recently i had going back to north carolina too like yeah i'm, I'm pretty done with being here i want to go back home essentially essentially so um I, I guess like one thing that i could say that's really shame me is growing up there and trying to um stick with there and i'm not saying like north carolina is like the best place ever or anything like that because they, they definitely have their own issues and everything and i know i'm ragging on oregon a bit um <laughs> all, but I could go on about all my all my things that it's I, another like, episode we'll have yeah there, there's a lot of things I do enjoy about being here but there's a lot of things <laughs> I just oh my god I just can't can't deal with just <laughs> yeah yeah I mean those, those people that are, are close to me already already know and I've already said my piece with that but for those that those those that don't I'm sure we'll do an episode on it later and I know that kind of like a, a weird tangent but I just I just feel like now i would definitely say the person that i i was around with north carolina i think is kind of what i wanted to stick by so it's kind of right now it's almost like 
kind of trying to revert back towards that if that makes sense um but i mean there, there were some good things too that I, I, I weren't here i know i probably if i had stayed in north carolina um my english for sure might have been uh, a lot different too so. <laughs> y'all <laughs> well i still say it, i'm not i wasn't even talking about the accent or anything like that um but yeah i mean would have would have definitely been a like because i would say the one one positive for moving out here because one girl actually and this was when i was still fresh here um the way that i was talking there was uh i mean i'd say just very street and then one day she just snapped on me she's like um can you do me a favor i'm like yeah sure like whatever you know and then she's like can you please like speak in property <laughs> essentially and i was just like i was so taken aback at it at the time because i was just like I thought everyone was like that, but I was like, okay, I guess I'm going to type out everything and no slang and everything now, but yeah. Um, and then since that's why, like, when I text, I mean, it's kind of loosened up a bit, but even when I text, I, I know there's another person I know that gets really annoyed with how I text because she, she'll always be like, why do you text like that? <laughs> I'm like, what do you mean? It's normal, normal English. But what you're saying is basically, had because you moved over here in those formative years you yeah. now speak proper English. so yeah you speak <laughs> quote, was, unquote, oh my God, proper that's English. why your grammar is so I damn saying, good i was <laughs> saying and spelling that instead of like with the, the th i was saying dat all the time with a d-a-t uh, like slang. <laughs> and, yeah. well that's funny man i'll keep talking about myself because you know i'm a egotistical yeah. and all this other <laughs> bullshit about me you know uh I guess I could go into a lot of details, but I'll, you know, sixth grade, I, I hate to say it, like, maybe I peaked in like middle school, honest God, straight A student, you know, little flex, one uh, state championship in soccer, team captain, MVP, had, had this, I hate that I reminisce over the shit I did in middle school, had the game saving goal. I stopped this kid like from scoring goal, game saving play with like two seconds. I just, I made this fucking amazing play. Like, I don't even know how to explain it. He shot the ball, and I literally, like, ashy cold deflected this shit with my leg. It was, like, I could still picture it in my head. It was fucking awesome. And we won the state championship. It was amazing. Uh, but, yeah, all highs. Really, I mean, like, it was, like, the kids that bullied me, I don't know. Never saw them. I made three friends, which was a big fucking deal for me. I was losing my shit. I was going to birthday parties. For these three kids, I was, man, life was fucking, I was rolling, baby. I, I know, good. I know you want to keep going, but that was one yeah. thing I forgot to mention. The birthday parties, dude, when you're in middle oh, school, next man. level shit. Dude. We, we were big on Nerf Wars for mine. Yeah, same, same, oh, same. Yeah. same. That's, That's a childhood staple Wars. right there. Oh, absolutely. Mm -hmm. uh, we'll, you know what? I'll make a special episode for some Nerf Wars and birthday parties because I've got some good stories and I think everyone really does. Uh, but yeah, so middle school is great. Seventh grade, not so much. I actually got, I got in a rear naked choke my first fucking day of seventh grade in Nome Basin, got knocked the fuck out essentially. And that was how my first, yeah. And it was, it was really shitty. Didn't see any of my friends, had really bad teachers, got kicked out of class a couple times for shit that wasn't my fault. Wore the wrong shirt one day and got kicked out of class. Whole bunch of horrible shit. Made two really good friends. Um, that was cool. And really like they kind of got me into being very social because at the time I'm still I was not a social person like I was very to myself even with my own family I'd started to really shell off like I, I was in my room I played soccer but I didn't like and I would go to their birthday parties and stuff but I would not hang out with them outside of that if that makes sense eighth grade is a real mix for me I this is the first time I really got the shit kicked out of me in eighth grade I was sitting at a lunch table and this kid wanted my seat. And it's a long story, but I was not giving that seat up. And so I just let this kid well the fuck on me. I mean, I got wailed on by this guy. And I was crying. And I still wouldn't get up to see it. He threw my lunch tray. And it got to the point where my friends, who were not good friends, in hindsight, even stopped this guy. But they watched him beat the fuck out of me for, like, probably 10, 15 minutes during lunch. Hey, bro, and the teachers. This is probably the teachers. I mean, I'm – You grew crying. up different, let me tell you. I've got – I had bruises all over my body. I was bleeding. Like, no one gave a fuck. 
which is partly where I think my ruthlessness comes with sometimes. You know, I can be kind of a dick like that. I personally think that's where that comes from. That happened. I got stabbed with a pin in the arm once. It, long story. It was. I think it was an accident, but still, just not good. Yeah, that, I don't know. Eighth grade was cool. It like I had some really good teachers that I fucked with. Uh, I had a really cool history teacher who was actually in the military, and like got straight in that class. Didn't really have to try. Found out I was really good at history at that time. That's what kind of sparked my interest in the military, which. Later develop. I would say the big catalyst for me was, you know, at 14, I still had no clue. I think there's some things that in my adult life I take from that time in my childhood, but I don't think until I was 17, I really knew who Bryce Wynn was or who I wanted to be and who I was going to become. I think 17 was probably the most pivotal year in my life that maybe 18 was probably the most pivotal years in which I really transformed into who I am because I mean I I mean I let this kid beat on me I I didn't even try to protect my face I just I you know there's a lot of issues in there you know probably to unpack but I I was just letting them I mean close hand hammer fist I mean he just beat the shit out of me no one gave a fucking damn until you know, like two minutes left on the bell, and then you know, I had to go to nurse office, and I didn't know how to explain that. You know, I don't know. It was, it was an experience, and you know, and again, it's like, you know, I didn't want to snitch, so it's like, you know, I go home, look like I just got fucking the shit kicked out of me, which I did. Like, I'm not gonna kill you. It it only make things worse, you know. And but but it was weird because I I did have friends, I did have some good friends, and. You know, they were just weren't there, you know, but it, it was an interesting experience. Yeah, I, I kept playing soccer with this guy who had become my best friend. We were friends, but it wasn't until high school. High schools, I think, when a lot of things turned over for me, I think. And that, and I guess the moral of the story, you know, growing up can be tough. It is what you make of it. Like I said, if you had asked me about my life at the age of 14, I would have a very different perspective and you know what I mean? I would have thought I had the worst life in the world. Like I was, yeah, that's probably where some of my depression and anxiety comes from. Um, but you know, now with hindsight, you know, it wasn't the worst life and it could have been worse. And those things, though bad, I think honestly were a good thing for me personally. Like I look back and I'm glad that that kid beat on me. And I'm glad that the, some of those bad things happened because it made me, in my own opinion, a better person in the long run. I can't say that for everyone, but, you know, it's kind of, you know, you get forged in the fire and you either come out really fucking good or fucking broken. And I, and I would have said I was broken probably in the beginning and for a long time. But I think now, I think it did a lot more good than it did bad. Eddie? Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, childhood and early, like, it's so, I mean, childhood and early at young adolescence, pretty formative years for sure, man. I mean, I, I would live very fortunate from, hopefully the audience can tell I've lived a very fortunate life. Like my worst struggles were not me being beat up. My worst struggles were me dealing with my mind. That was always the toughest thing in the world, man. I couldn't do a lot of this stuff. I always had to find ways around things in order to be okay mentally, but everything else was pretty good. So yeah, it was formative years, man. Formative years. I think, yeah, definitely when I was 14, graduating, you know, middle school, elementary, I I had a vision of what was going to go down, but let me tell you, that's not how it went down. But we're here now, 10 years yeah. later. And, and I think it's interesting at 14, like when you when you kind of look at high school, you're like, oh man, this is when the race, you know what I mean? Like it's like four years till life really comes out. You're, you're an adult. Yeah. And it's like, I remember being like kind of anxious. I was like, <gasps> everyone's like, kid, kid, this, kid, kid, this. Now it's like adult, that, adult, that, adult, that. So I don't know if you guys, Daniel. What about you, man? I mean, did did you feel that way? Like, did you feel? I don't know. At fourteen, like you you were about to hit the transition to the adult world, maybe or no? um, kind of. But I, looking back, I still felt like I was a little shit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what what makes you say that? Because I mean, you're one of the nicest fucking people I know. I can't imagine well, a scenario where it's just like, someone's like, "Dale's a piece of shit." Well, I would, it's not like a piece of shit. It's just like 
as a kid, there's so many, I guess, as an adult looking at it, you do so many things that just are so annoying to an adult. Oh, okay. And it's just like, I feel like for sure I did some probably pretty annoying stuff at the time. But I mean, I guess you're a kid, so it doesn't really matter either because i mean what kid isn't annoying at certain times too um and i i guess part of that has to do with the whole change of perspective but i guess um i'm trying to think of when it really hit me that i was going um if i'm not mistaken it's probably around the end of uh middle school is where that kind of started to hit hit us because they uh I'm not sure if North Carolina law is still the same, but I know driver's ed for sure started a lot earlier there than they did in Oregon. And they were already handing out like flyers and stuff for that at the end of eighth grade for us. So um, that's when it's like, kind of like, Oh damn, you know, <laughs> like high school is going to be a whole different thing. And then, but at, at the time, I, I guess I was some forward thinking that I guess never happened there because i I was under the impression that I was going to go to high school in uh, North Carolina and that didn't end up happening. But, um, but yeah, it, it was going to, yeah, be a lot different of a thing. And um trying to think of when else it really hit me. Um, Cause I would say when I turned 18, it was like, it was more of just like, Oh, cool. You know, it didn't really hit me of anything. Cause there was a lot of stuff that you still had to be 21 for. And, yeah. I guess when 21 hit me, it was a little different. Um, but now I just, I f- even though I like, I'm not technically that old. I just feel so old right now. And <laughs> I think I think I will mention when you turn 14 is interesting because like it definitely feels like the end of youth. Yeah, being a kid. Yeah, when you turn 15 is like for me when I turned 15, I was like, huh, like I'm growing up like that was when yeah. it first hit me and I, i'm sure we'll cover that when we talk about high yeah. school but like uh-huh. that's when it hit me for sure i would yeah. say even thinking about it kind of it was like when i passed 20 and wasn't in the teens anymore that was kind of kind of a big thing to to when i could say this too you know something i i really noticed was when i when i turned 15 and the people well i should say 60 actually and the people i started hanging out with and the shit we were doing i was like this ain't kid shit no more. And then when I turned 18, or when well, I, I was 19, actually, when I started my undergrad, when I went first week into college, I was like, this ain't high school shit no more. Like, oh, this shit is real. I was like, that's certain moments. That, I think that's when I was really like seeing the adult side of life. I was like, bro, this shit is real life. This ain't no fucking joke no more. Oh, fuck. You know, I'll never forget when I turned 16 and something. I'll, I'll tell stories later, but I was just like, whoa, this shit is real. We're, we're those teenagers now. Yeah, um, no, 14 yeah, definitely. Yeah, but final thoughts. Uh, anything you guys want to, you know, final thoughts. Uh, Daniel, how about you start us off? Um, not, not particularly, except the fact that, like, every year that passes now, I definitely – and feeling a lot older <laughs> um, grandpa dude it part of that is the whole existential crisis crap still because in my head it's too like, young for that well it's like okay well you know <laughs> I, i'm fine like the early part of whatever century is, is cool okay right yeah. um and then you hit midway it's like oh crap i'm almost at the next one then after the next one you start over and then it's like how many more do uh, of these do i have like they're going by way too quickly you think about it and, and I guess if you're just looking at it at that perspective, because like for me, I'm 24, like not soon going on 25, because pretty much almost like a full year till my next birthday now. But um, but yeah, and when I hit 25, it's like, oh, five years and I'm 30. It's like, oh, crap, you know, that that's like adult adult. And then from 30, you're going to hit 35. And it's like, oh, damn, OK, I'm, I'm kind of losing my youth there. When you hit 40, it's like, oh, crap, 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 crap. I'm like kind of in the middle. And then you hit 50, it's like, oh. No, no, no. We got to snip it. Snip it. We gotta uh, snip crap it, crap it. No, no. I'm saying snip it because I think you got to, like, relish these moments that we get to share and think about you for, know, for sure. and, and enjoy that for sure. I mean, but it's like if you're not careful, 
No, I know. Next thing you know, you wake up, you're like, 15. 15. I'm like oh, crap. <laughs> What's that song? It's like 15. You know, he's like, yeah, 20 something. Oh, yeah, like, oh God. Don't even, don't even get a hundred years. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead, That's Eddie. Crazy. Final thoughts on. I don't know, man. I think you just got to reflect on it. And, you know, for anyone else that is eventually going to have kids or whatever and has kids, I mean, you know, you've seen your kid go through the shit. I mean, at the end of the day, it's going to be all right, you know? I know our audience is all our age, so I'm sure you guys all got a lot of good memories from, or at least you have memories of elementary and middle school and growing up um, where you did. And I think those are pretty formative years, so you got a lot of good stuff from them. I mean, we only touched the surface, I think, of what we all experienced. Um, Oh, yeah thousands of stories i don't know it's just a good thing to look back on every now and then for sure yeah yeah you know i think for this episode the point was just you know share a little more about the bums and our upbringing kind of maybe show why we are now or who we are now from maybe some things that happened in the past because obviously not everything that happens from you from age zero to 14 is going to affect you as an adult but i think it's honestly a lie to say that depending on your childhood when or whatever doesn't you know play some reason to why you are and who you are uh yeah that's kind of something i just really wanted to fan out for bums uh so uh i think we're gonna cap this episode right here so if you are on our social media you know dm us you know maybe we'll make a post about this i don't know but you know tell us about your childhood if there's something you want to air out you know we are always willing to listen no one hits the dms and you know we, we would love people to hit us in the DMs and we can reply and have a good conversation. Um, yeah, so see you guys next time. This has been Struggling with the Bonds. Have a good one.